Okay, hi, this is Dr. Lakeisha Hudson, and today we will be talking with Dr. Rebecca Cole. Um, Dr. Cole, how are you doing today? Pretty good. It's a beautiful day here in Southern California. I actually just moved here from Okinawa a few weeks ago, so wow. definitely <laughs> missed Oki. Uh, don't miss the humidity there, to be honest, <laughs> but um, definitely miss the Japan culture and lifestyle, and most definitely the food. Oh, that's awesome. And um, I think it's really cool how I was just looking for articles that would help our school counselors or enhance what they do, and I ran across yours, which I think is a perfect topic, and you just came from Okinawa, so that was really cool. <laughs> yeah, and I'm a military spouse, too, so a lot of what I write about um, it's based on what I see with the needs of um, kids that I live with on the bases, my neighbors, friends, and my own kids as well. So it's a topic that's near and dear to my heart and that I'm really passionate about. Awesome. All right, so we'll jump right in. Uh, the article that we're going to look at today by Dr. Cole is Supporting Students in Military Families During Times of Transition, A Call for Awareness and Action. Um, in your opening statements in this article, you talked about the fact that a U.S. Department of Defense um, report in 2011 said that there are approximately 2.2 million service members, and of those, 40% of whom have children. That's a large percentage. Yes, for sure. And school counselors working in schools in Japan um, are in prime position to help these military children because your boots on the ground, you get to see them every day, and you get to see them while they're on their overseas tours, which for them can be even more stressful in many aspects. Um, so you're in a, in a unique position and you're well equipped um, to help them meet the challenges they're facing. So um, it's really great work that you're doing. Excited uh, to talk more about it today. Great. Um, you do mention the ASCA national model, and that is what DODEA um, ascribes to for um, our comprehensive school counseling um, programs. And um, it talks about the fact that uh, ASCA does um, address the two uh, domains crucial to helping um, to support military children in times of transition, but it doesn't like have any specific position statement related to helping students in military families. And your article kind of um, hones in on some specific topics for military children. And I think that's very important. Um, the ASCA model is a wonderful model, um, but we do have a very specific um, audience. We do have, we take care of the military child. So it's important that we are in tune with their specific needs. Yeah, most definitely. And um, this is a population that the school counseling field hasn't talked a lot about um, before. Um, I was actually at the ASCO National Conference this past weekend, and I did a presentation on this topic, and I had a lot of civilian school counselors um, there who were like, I know nothing about military families, but I want to learn more about ways to help them. And I was saying things like BAH and using acronyms like that, and they were looking at me like I was speaking another language. So <laughs> right. um, definitely want to get the 
get the awareness out to school counselors in the field. And um, you all know so much about military families. You're the experts, um, leaders in the field right now. So the more that we can um, equip military families where they're at and send them back um, to the states or on to their next whatever transition that would be, um, you're in a prime position to do so. Right. And talking about equipping our military families, um, one really important statement that I feel you made in this article was you said that military families want support during times of transition, yet are often hesitant to ask school counselors for help. And I think that that really speaks to a lot of what you were saying um, in this article and even some of the comments that you've made thus far, we are equipped with um, the knowledge and the skills to deal with military children because, you know, this is our livelihood. This is what we do. Um, the majority of our students are military children. Um, but I think thinking about the fact that um, the parents are sometimes hesitant and, you know, sometimes they're frustrated or they might not be as trusting of what we have to say and actually taking the time to understand the frame or the context that they're coming from. If they're coming from the states where maybe the school counselors aren't as aware as we are of the specific needs of military children, then they might be frustrated or a little concerned or not as trusting um, and it's not so much to do with us, but their framework that they're working from. Yeah, definitely. Um, if they've been misunderstood in the past, if they've had school counselors and other educators be confused about military culture or lifestyle or not recognize the challenges associated with, that can create a lot of mistrust and fear of then going to school counselors um, when they need it, when they need help when they're overseas. So. I think the more we can build positive working relationships and work to gain their trust, the better. Yes, definitely. Now, um, in your article, you talk about three main uh, transitions that go on for a military child and their family. And then you give some great um, tips and resources for each of those. So um, I would like to take a few moments to talk about um, those three types of trans transitions that you talk about in the article. The first one, okay, okay the first one is uh, deployments, transition in family structure. Now there, um, you're talking about the military child and how um, they transition from a two-parent family to maybe a single-parent family, or even having to live with someone who isn't a parent, like a guardian that is assigned because maybe one or both of the parents um, have to go to the field or have to do a TDY or things of that nature. Yeah, that can that that can definitely place a lot of stress on on students. Um, a lot of them feel like they need to fulfill that role of the caregiver that's left, um, or they might just be feeling abandoned or guilty like they caused the parent to leave for some reason. So mm -hmm. the more that we can work through those feelings and um, help them develop coping strategies better. Yes. And I think um, I've worked quite a bit with um, Dodea with the high school setting, and sometimes I think I've seen even anger, like 
and they feel guilty because of the anger because they know that their parents are doing this for their betterment and for the good of the family, but they still feel, like you said, kind of abandoned or anxious. Um, so them working through that anger and, and maybe even realizing it's it's a normal feeling, you know, it's just that we need to address mm-hmm. it and, and find um, ways of coping with what they're feeling. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And what I like about the article, like um, I mentioned before, is that you give some um, actual resources that um, counselors can use to help our students with these different feelings um, and emotions when dealing with things like deployment. Um, did you want to uh, talk about a few of those? or? Sure. Um, I think that... Um Maybe journaling could be good, uh, depending on the age level. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of art activities that could be therapeutic. Um, some really great books are out there as well um, that are geared especially towards military children. Yes. Um, so um, it might be that you find one that you like. You could use it in a group setting or do bibliotherapy with a student in an individual setting as well. Okay. And I would like to take a moment and mention um, a couple of the ones that you talked about. Um, You talked about Night Catch by uh, Brenda, I don't want to mess up her last name, Ermintrod, I think that is, Um, and The Wishing Tree. (laughs) (laughs) And The Wishing Tree was another book, and these were recommended for um, maybe younger children. And students in middle and high school, might benefit from my story, which is blogs by four military teens. And um, I think that that's an excellent resource. I actually um, looked it up and did a little research, and I think it is definitely appropriate for our middle and high school students. Mm -hmm. Okay. And let's talk a little bit about the next domain that you talked about, um, which is transition from one duty station to another. And I think this happens quite a bit for our students. Um, and it can be um, a smooth transition or it can be, you know, riddled with a lot of anxiety, frustration. Um, so it is very important that we do help our children um, with this type of transition. I'll talk about my, my experience a little bit there. Um, I recently, when I left Japan, uh, my daughter's school in Okinawa did a really great job of um, helping to get all of her records together. Um, they did it in a timely manner. They had it all handed to, to me so I could put it straight into my PCS binder. Um, so this is something that doesn't always happen in civilian schools sometimes. Um, so you all getting all that together and doing your thing there can automatically set up your student for success when they leave. Um, when they come in, they might not be as prepared, and that might cause frustration for them. Um, it might make your job harder, too, as well, because trying to figure out where they should be in clear classes, um, if they have special education needs or things like that. Um, I think it takes a lot of communication with the previous school, um, helping the parent understand um, what's missing and working with the parent to help find that information as well can be good. Yes, you're absolutely right. And one theme that I'm hearing flow um, through, you know, your experience is the timeliness of it all. Um, Whether it's elementary, middle, or high school, just it gives uh, the family and the student a sense of stability when 
um, they can quickly ascertain where they are and where they need to go um, academically. So it is important, and I think mm -hmm. that um, uh, the, the school counselors in this district do an awesome job of making sure that we find out as much as we can so that we place our children correctly um, and do that in a timely manner. So it's nice to hear from the yeah. parent point of view that, you know, that is important, you know, finding, having that information for the students when they're ready to PCS and leave us and um, filling in those gaps quickly and making sure that we have our students where they need to be when they, um, when they come to us, when we welcome us here. So, or welcome them here. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that was the easiest part of my whole PCS experience. So oh, awesome. <laughs> if only everything else, selling the car and everything was that easy, but <laughs> school transition was A+. plus. <laughs> oh, that's great. And um, I think that another thing that your article pointed out that's really important is a lot of times as school counselors, we do have to um, be a part of that whole process of contacting the previous school and making the transition as smooth as possible. Um, we do have to make that contact with the previous school to make sure that we're understanding the information that we have or we're receiving the information that um, may be missing from the files when they come. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, I know that's hard because of the time difference as well. It adds a whole other layer of challenge, but um, I know that your school counselors are used to that kind of thing and good communicators, so I know they're on the ball already about that. Yes, thank you. <laughs> All right, and um, let's talk a little bit about the third um, type of transition that you talked about, which is separation from the military, transitioning to veteran status. Um, could you explain a little bit about what that means and what that entails? Well, there comes a time where um, all good things come to an end and you're active duty and then you decide you want to get out of the military or you decide to retire. Um, so I know as a spouse to me, that's something that makes me very anxious just thinking about that transition, um, finding a new job, finding a new place to live, um, figuring out all the transition paperwork. So um, this is a stressful process and yes. the kids can be right in the middle of that. And when the parents are stressed, it, it kind of trickles down to the children as well. So I think it's really important to have good mental health resources in place. Um, if you're a school counselor and you know that a family's getting out, to help them start learning about civilian resources in the area um, that they can access and, and finding out what other needs they have, whether it be financial, um, social, emotional, but being proactive with them will help make that transition much easier. Yes, and I think you make a very good point because sometimes parents are like so engulfed in trying to make sure that they have a plan um, for, you know, post-military that they don't always recognize when the child is kind of swept up in that anxiety or that stress and feeling like, well, you know, well, what is my part in this? Should I be doing something? Well, what am I going to do, you know, when my parents or parents separate? Right. Um, so I, I agree yeah. that we can be a key um, component in helping the child come up with a plan and think about the things that they can do or will do, you know, wherever the family decides to settle and um, helping them map out what that plan is going to be once they separate and once they leave, you know, our school system. So I think that that is a very uh -huh. important um, 
role that the school counselor can take on. Um, yeah, and just talking about the differences between the civilian world, yes. uh, what that's going to be like helping them get an idea of what it's going to be like. And as a school counselor, if you probably might be more familiar with the civilian world um, than those who are active duty, so you offer a great perspective. Right. And, you know, even things as simple as, you know, well, you know, last summer we went to Italy and then we went over to Paris and we, you know, saw the Eiffel Tower. And, you know, if you're going to a smaller town where some some kids literally have never left that town or city. So, um, you know, just talking mm-hmm. about the fact that they're, they might not be able to relate in the same way and how would you handle that situation and, you know, talking about um, things like culture shock <laughs> and, and how to deal yeah. with that and how to adapt and, and settle into your new surroundings. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, one other thing that I want to point out that um, flowed through your article is the fact that parents would really appreciate if we can basically kind of point them in the right direction like um, and link them to some of the community resources. And it seems like that would be something that is very important or could be very helpful to the military family in transition. Yes, I think that the more resources you can give to a parent, the better. Um, I know that Military One Source has some really great counseling resources um, for adults as well. Um, If they need some help managing their stress or just another layer of support, um, that's a really great place to go there as well. Right. And I I think that that's a very good point. And and like I said, it's more of pointing them in the right direction. We might not, you know, have the answers, but we know where to send them, being aware of the resources that are available for our families and being able to offer those as suggestions to them. is really, you know, a great resource in itself, being able to let them know where they can go. Yes, definitely, because they might have no idea. But if you give them options, give them the resources, that's a great asset to them. Awesome. Well, I would like to thank you so much for taking this time to talk with me today. You know, to the school counselors, the article, I will pass this article on to you so that you can read more in depth. If you have any questions for Dr. Cole, you can feel free to email me or call me, and I will pass those on to her um, and, you know, ask her for, you know, a response if she'll be so kind to to give us a response. But I thank you so much for your time today. I know it's, you know, evening getting into night there, so I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us today. Yes, and thank you. And as a military parent, thank you so much um, to all the school counselors for the hard work you're doing with military families. I know it's challenging, but you are making a difference, and you are so key in the lives of our students and families. So really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you.